Hey folks, welcome to Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. I am myself, Biscuits. The other gentleman is... I am Gravy. That's right. A smooth character. Yes. Mm -hmm. Here to entertain and titillate, baby. Oh, a little bit of runny, too. Ooh, that's gross. Uh, <laughs> I'm dry and chewy. Ew. <laughs> grosser, man. What the hell's wrong with you? Ooh, I almost spit up my beer. Okay, folks. Um, we're gonna have a short one this because uh, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't want. I don't have a topic, which I still could have did a full episode, but I got to get ready to be on TV again. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard when you keep kidnapping people. <laughs> Life's tough, man. They keep putting you on the tube, and you're like, I gotta disappear again. <laughs> well, I mean, basically, it's this. I got a. Uh, um, cause the, uh, even though like I mentioned prior, I'm part of Oahu search and rescue, which mm -hmm. is a local wilderness search and rescue. They mainly do a lot of PSAR, which is preventative. Like we go to, uh, emergency fairs, you know, we teach kids, boy scouts, girl scouts, whatever about like, what do you do if you're lost? Things to bring, stuff to bring every time you go out and the, you know, whatever, um, like the 10 essentials stuff like uh you know some type of rain gear emergency blanket a whistle you know water a few stuff like that um mm -hmm. and i'm very good friends with maui search and rescue that is currently working on a uh case with a young lady that's uh, been missing for about a week or two um but also because i work gsi um my the flyers that i've had around oahu they've been circulating i've been on the news because of that several times so one of the news guys called me up wants to do an interview and uh he's out and about right now when he gets back to office he's gonna call me and it's awesome man that's awesome so i gotta they he but he wanted uh, like uh, numbers names and numbers for uh places to contact for missing you know whatever yeah. So I'm gonna I gotta make sure beforehand I can get all that stuff you know written down and ready to discuss. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's why we're cutting this one short. You're a good egg, man. That's a good reason to cut it short. So I applaud you. I I, I my my I'm the egg that's intact, but inside is a little bit uh rotten. That's all right. Yeah. Your intentions are good. Mm. So, so at least I know what your road to hell will be paved with. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a balut. That's what I am. Yeah. What kind I, of egg I, are you? Are you a good egg? No, I'm a balut. I'm a balut. <laughs> if any of you folks that's don't that, know what that is, that's that cooked duck egg, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's uh, oh. it's a dead, you know, like embryo. And you yeah. eat, you take the you take the shell off, and you eat the whole egg with the embryo and all that. It's uh, oh, oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. It smells foul, but it's tech. It's a delicacy. Uh, but I'm changed. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a cheap pun. <laughs> I didn't even hear what you said, dude. You said it smells foul. It's a dead bird embryo. Oh, okay. Oh, I, thought, I thought you purposely oh, made that's, that joke. No, no. That is pretty good, though. Damn it. That's what I thought. I was like, man, he is on fire. He's going to kill it on TV today. 
this man a fire extinguisher. Oh man! But I don't. I didn't have a topic either. Um, not nothing that I had you know actually researched or anything. I, I did want to talk about two separate movies that I watched uh, again this week. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a huge cinema head. I love my movies. Mm-hmm. And one was a new one. Uh, and one was uh, was one I hadn't seen since high school. Mm-hmm. And they were both so damn good and so different. And it, it it's one of those things where you're like, how can people just like one type of movie or book or, you know, I only read action books or only, you know, anything like that. I just don't understand that. So this is kind of a celebration of diversity of movies. And, and I think both of these movies are worth a watch. They are definitely good. Mm-hmm. You want me to just keep going? Keep going. I don't know what these right. movies are. So, the new one, which is probably going to be the one most people will watch or have already seen. And that is Bad Times at the El Royale. Hmm. Have you seen it? No. I know, right? Me either. So, clicked on it the other day. I was like, oh, who's in it? So I look at the cast. Oh, it's Jeff Bridges. It's Chris Helmsworth. It's Dakota Johnson. John Hamm. Nick Offerman. I was like, how the hell have I not watched this movie? Wait, Bedtime's at the... Hold a second, let me look. Yeah. No. no, I haven't. Oh, wow. Yep. This is a... It's like, it has this total, like... Well, it's supposed to be set in the... I, I believe it's the late 60s, early 70s. Hmm. Right around that time. And it takes place at a hotel, motel really, hmm. that is on the Nevada-California border. And half of the hotel is in California, and the other half is in Nevada, which is actually a real hotel. Well, that yep. means you can go to one side of the hotel and do illegal stuff, and yeah, pretty well now even more so. But yeah, well yeah, uh, but like rooms in the California side cost a dollar more, and there's an explanation in the movie as why, and they go, "Well, it's California." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That is so good." <laughs> But I mean it, and it's a mystery thriller, man. Yeah. It has the feel almost like of a weird Hitchcock movie in the beginning, that becomes almost like Quentin Tarantino at the end. Nice. It it is amazing. Uh, Jeff Bridges, of course, plays a fantastic character. Uh, Chris Helmsworth is totally uncharacteristic in it. Uncharacteristic. Yeah, you know, you think of him as like, you know, the the tough guy, mm-hmm. you know, good guy doing everything. No, he's the villain. That's a new one. I've never seen yep. him as a villain. Villain. Yep. Vivian. 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 Uh, John Hamm. He's not in it for a lot, but he does play a good part. Uh, and there's another lady in it. Uh, uh, what was her name? C- Cynthia. I have her. C- Cynthia Erivo. And she plays like a, a lounge singer in it. And hmm. oh man, what a performance she gives! Absolutely yeah. stunning. It it blew me away how good this was and how little I'd heard of it. Yeah, I know it's. And it just came out last year. Yeah. And it honestly, it if you like action movies, thriller movies, suspense style mysteries, this has all that. I gotta check like, this out. Is it? I wonder if it's on Amazon. I don't know. I watched it on my streaming service. Mm. How good is it, I'm, by the way? Did is it good quality? Oh, dude, I love it. Hmm. 
What do you I, use? I, uh, I use uh, Box and I use uh, Tryon as my uh, stream service for most of my stuff. Hmm, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Mm-hmm. There's a good reason for that. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but, like, I get 1080 HD quality streams, no lag. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it, it's, it's fantastic. Well, well, for me, not you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, keep up, beat. The pity party won't work on the news, man. <laughs> you better keep smiling, my friend. <laughs> but I, So, hey, every, surprisingly, every time I've been on the news, I just... It's like a switch. I just... I'm, uh... Going to public relations mode? Yeah. It's weird. Oh. I don't know. I, I, and I've been told by people I sound completely frustrated, not nervous, nothing. And I'm like, dude, nervous as fuck. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, I just have... You go we, into that DRB mode, you know? When you're standing tall before everybody and you just know what you're doing, you're just like, yep, yep. Got this. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and just roll. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's weird. I don't... It, it, it's weird. Weird. New release movies. Rent. Let me see here. Escape see, You're going to love it. You're going to love it, man. I, I'm, I'm still looking. Dragged across concrete. Oh, that looks kind of nice. Um... I trapped the devil. I'm not seeing it yet. That'll be my wife's autobiography title. I trapped the devil. <laughs> you know what? I am not seeing it, man. Damn. Not on uh, on um, Amazon um, uh, Prime, like on you the guys, ones you rent or buy on there. But I'm not. Do you I'm guys get Redbox there? Yeah, we have Redbox. It might be in Redbox, man. I, I just took the freaking app off my phone. I don't want to look uh, right now. Oh, you don't have to. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this movie starts with a bang, ends with a bang. You you get invested in the characters. The soundtrack is out of this world, which if a movie's got a good soundtrack, it goes a long way for me. Hmm. You know, because only like I think that's what Tarantino understands and Robert Rodriguez yes. understand is that how much soundtrack plays into scenes. He, even the Adam Sandler scene, you know, granted, it's, you know, it's this comedy stuff, but he, you look at these Adam Sandler movies, there's good soundtrack. Oh yeah, he did. As the Wedding Singer was an amazing soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved when he did that Cure song. I'd have to watch that movie again. Oh, God, yeah. I hope you fucking choke. <laughs> <laughs> that in 50, uh, 50 First Dates. I'll, I'll, that's yeah, another that, good one I like. That'll forever be one of my favorites, just because, like, like, whenever me and my wife watch it, I'm like, I know where that is. Mm. I know where that is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I love that movie. He and he does, yeah. He does good sound too, but yeah. yeah I mean, just the whole soundtrack in this—it's beautiful. Uh, 50s, 60s music, all of it's good. Oh, it's just the lighting too, like the cinematography, the way they did it—just mm -hmm. absolutely mind-boggling. It's—it's a great film that did not get its its just deserved, in my opinion. It's evidently critically, because I heard nothing about it. 
Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to check it out. I'm, uh, I checked Redbox. Apparently, I didn't erase the, or you know, uninstall the app. Um, I mm -hmm. didn't see it. Mm. So, don't watch any YouTube videos on it where it's like explaining bad times or anything like that. Don't do that. It'll fuck it all up for you. Oh, and I know. I, I pretty much any movie I want to see. I, you know, if I see a title like that, I don't click it. Yeah. That, that always uh, after I watch it yeah I'll watch those like a fiend like I want to see other people's interpretations I still do it with The Shining and Goodfellas and all that yeah you I know. just I realized something completely off topic I have to what? wear a collar I need to wear a collared shirt do you have a collared okay. shirt yeah you know uh, those like crazy Aloha shirts well I have one that has rifles on it <laughs> God, that is so not the shirt to wear, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. The fact that... Is that the only one you got? No, no. But oh, I really... Okay. It, I contemplated it in my head while you were no, talking. No, I, I can't believe you even thought about that. Hey, I, I, I was listening to you and contemplating it, so... Well, I like that you're multitasking. Yes. That's good stuff. I try. Dial it in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the second movie that I watched this week, dude... I watched this in high school. Uh, one of my friends uh, actually had a punk band. Or actually, they were all my friends, but they had a punk band named after a line in this movie. And it's called Nothing But Trouble. Hmm? Do you remember this movie? Nothing But Trouble. Nothing But Trouble. Yes, I think, I believe I do. If that's... Okay. It came out in 91. It had Chevy Chase yes. in it. That, Dan oh, Aykroyd, Demi Moore. Oh, that, that yes. was disgusting. Yes, the 500-pound yes. babies, man. Okay. And, and so uh, I, what's what's the the rapper? What was his name again? Uh, oh, uh, that was that was Digital Underground. That yes. was Humpty. Yes, Humpty. But uh, watched it again, dude. And oh, I forgot how good it was. So amazing and such a funny movie. And I, I decided this one. I decided to look into a little more. Mm-hmm. And I found out, like, this whole thing started, Dan Aykroyd's a big gearhead, big car head. Yeah. And uh, he, he likes doing cross-country trips, and he was even commuting from Canada to New York for Saturday Night Live. Well, at one time, he was driving through a, like, podunk little town and got pulled over by a cop at, like, 3 a.m. And the cop said, well, it's going to be a $50 speeding ticket. And he goes, well, how about I give you the $50 right now? And he goes, that's not the way it works around here, son. And so they drove out to this country house, <laughs> woke up this old judge <laughs> who sat behind her desk in her study. And they heard that she, he was busted for speeding. Were you speeding? Yes, I was speeding. Clunk, $50. He handed her the $50. <laughs> well, then she invited him to have a cup of tea. Oh, that's just like the movie. a little... And, yeah, and he weird. said... weird. <laughs> He said it was such a freaky situation. He said it was so out there and ethereal that he had to stay. He sat there for four hours and talked with this woman and had tea. Wow, that is, that that is kind of cool. The, yeah, and that's where the inspiration from this movie came. And I thought that was just an amazing story. You know, I, I bet he probably still talks to her, or at least did for a good while. Well, he, he said she was quite old. This is back in 91, so oh, yeah, I don't even know if she's still around. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, like, afterwards, he kept in touch. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm sure. For something like that, yeah. He seems like that kind of guy anyway. Yeah. But um, he was the writer, the director, played two different roles in the movie. He played the judge and one of the fat babies. Mm-hmm. 
And it was an amazingly heavy load. Chevy Chase was getting paid three times more than him for just acting in the movie. And Aykroyd was writing, directing, producing, and acting in it. Wow. Right? So, uh... Oh, John Candy was in it, too. Yes, yes. Who is... Plays an amazing <laughs> part. But, uh... The, uh, the, uh... It's just... It's so good. It's so creepy. And it's so awkward. It's like the most awkward meeting of your in-laws that you ever had. Yeah. But it's life or death. It is very creepy. Yes. It is. Everything is over the top. Everything is... It's almost cartoonish in some of its violence. Like with, with the... was it? The bone stripper. And then they... It's, okay, I gotta talk about this. These people get rolled on a conveyor belt into this thing, and it looks like sharpened uh, mash... Uh, mashers that you used to mash mashed potatoes. Just going up and down in this. And... That you see all of them screaming going in, and then you see just an exit shoot with a bullseye <laughs> on a sheet metal fence, and these bones come shooting out <laughs> and land on a gigantic pile of bones. Yes, <laughs> it' amazing. It's so funny, and I found out like all the set design and all that—that that was all practical effects. They actually got all those buses, all that junk, and stacked it around this house. Oh, wow. That's a lot, too. Yeah. The, oh, the film went enormously over budget. It was uh, that year, the other big project for the company uh, was Bonfire of the Vanities. And I've never seen that. I've heard about it, never seen it. Um, really? But that was, yeah, that was their big money project uh, that year. But, but Ackroyd kept, like, he'd, he'd kind of roll in. Somebody would come up with an idea, like at the dinner scene where the food comes up on the train. And it goes around the table delivering food. Mm -hmm. That's actually one of the guys on set was talking about how his grandfather took him to this restaurant that did that. They delivered your food by train. And they said, that's amazing. Let's do that. And so they go and they ask for more money and build a table where, that a train comes where up is out that? of. Where, where I is that? I, I, I I've been to a place where they did that. When I, God. They didn't say it was around. That. It was around during the time of the 90s, too. But then again, I traveled all over the country. And so I'm sure it was a shtick, and most of those people are probably either out of Canada or upstate New York or the surrounding areas. Because they usually try to keep people local, you know? Yeah, well, this one was more somewhere in the Midwest, either anywhere from like Kentucky, Tennessee, all the way down, all the way west to the end of uh, Colorado. So I don't know. It's. Uh, oh. Because I was Boy Scouts. It was through Boy Scouts. Because I used to, oh, okay. summer times, we travel all different That's places. That's awesome. Camps, so, yeah. Boy Scouts is the shit. I'm telling you, you know, it, it's a thing to do. I wish I would have stayed in it, you know. I, I never I went very far. Yeah, I, I, I dropped out before I made Eagles, so, yeah. Yeah, I dropped out before I got out of the Cub Scouts, man. That's a totally, that's more like for the younger group. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, yeah, I never even I never even considered Boy Scouts. I must have found drugs or women by then. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I was I was uh, I had girlfriends when I was doing that. It was uh, they back then you didn't get made fun Tim? of. Frank? No, 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 no. Uh, Pat. <laughs> Pat. Did you say Pat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
was their, what was their ex's name? Terry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I give up. What are you? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, evidently like um <laughs> Ackroyd just kept going back to the studio with these fantastic ideas that they were like, "Okay." <laughs> they just kept throwing money at him. <clears throat> for all this crap so it was hugely over budget but all the people on set said it was the best movie they ever worked on besides Chevy Chase nobody liked Chevy Chase he was an asshole mm-hmm. apparently on set which he is normally and uh, nobody liked him but all the other people said they would work with Ackroyd again anytime if he directed and he never directed again hmm. Yeah, but I mean that had heavy hitters in it yes Demi Moore had just done Ghost. Yeah. You had Chevy Chase, who was famous for everything, SNL, the Fletch films. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jesus, what else was he in? Uh, He was in uh, uh, the Gulf, um, Caddyshack. Yep, Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Well, he wasn't in Caddyshack, too, I don't think. Uh, Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Um, And, well... But Ackroyd, who is, of course, Ghostbusters and everything funny that ever existed up to and including most of all the Blues Brothers. Yeah. I mean, the guy's iconic. And you think that would have done better. (laughs) (laughs) Again, a completely underrated movie. Even uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives us a 5%. Wow. That low. That's crazy. Yes, and this movie is utterly fantastic in its outrageousness. Yeah. It it really is. As long as you understand that that's what you're watching. You're watching something. It's like a fever dream, almost. Mm -hmm. You know, you got the flu and you take stuff and then you, you know, you break a sweat in the night and you're having these, like, crackhead dreams out of nowhere and it's two 500-pound babies and a creepy judge that's forcing you to marry his daughter for a speeding ticket and holy shit. Yeah. And Demi Moore's there. Yeah, and and she at at around the ghost time, I think even just a little bit before, she became like a sex icon. Well, yeah, she, that Saint Elmo's Fire. She was in that with that Brat Pack or whatever. I mean, she was. I, I'm sorry, I still think she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. Oh, I do. Too. I, I got a I got a cougar thing. I do. What What's that? Um, what's that movie where uh, with um. Robert, uh, uh, what's the fuck its name? <clears throat> he, he, the one where they're the paying the money for one night of sex. Woody Harrelson. Oh, oh her. Woody Harrelson, yeah, Indecent Proposal. Man. Yes, Indecent Proposal. What, Robert Redford. Yeah, Robert Redford. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, oh. See, I couldn't do it, though. I would absolutely say no, it's not worth it. How much was it again? A million dollars. Cash. Cash. <laughs> Babe, it's only one night. Get the fuck Dude, out of there now. Or, uh, go, go. I want that million. <laughs> I'm a horribly jealous man. Um, I mean, I'd yeah. But okay, that's a million dollars. I'd make, I'd make the deal, but right after he handed me the money, I'd shoot him in the head. Deep. I'd be like, I feel better now. <laughs> and then we could go and buy our ranch and do what we wanted to do. I could retire. We could retire. The whole family would be set. Okay, make it opposite. Uh, some dude wants to bang you, 
and offers your wife the million bucks. Is that okay? I mean, I, I'll cry a little, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> you are lying. I, I mean, I'll be in a, I'll be in a, uh, I'll be a little more uh, in depth with the uh, my mental health therapist, but uh, but yeah. Ass cheeks would snap together so fast it would break the sound barrier. Don't you even lie? <laughs> hey, hey, I, I would say I would cry, but a million dollars, okay. Go ahead, buddy. I would cry. <laughs> yeah, it's always better when they're crying. Isn't it? <laughs> Learn that at sea. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Now you were a submariner, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would do. I, I I would totally let that dude just right in my butthole for a million dollars. I mean that that million will take care of my problems I have after, and. The family would be set for life. Yeah. I'm telling you, because I, I I'm good with with money, so I mean it would that would uh that that would set us for life. Well, yeah, I mean that would set most people for life, unless mm-hmm. you're a moron. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you pay off all debt or whatever with the money you got, you can actually take the rest and kind of spread it out into interest-bearing things that you can live off the interest. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and our, my, my cars are, both my cars are already paid for, so that's, yeah. that's good. Isn't that always nice, dude? That felt so good when we paid off my wife's car. It was one of those things, like, like after a good dump, when you, like, sit back down on the couch, you just feel good, like, I'm not denting the couch as much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's, it's like we're, oh, it's, it's like that payment. What am I going to do with that money? The payment every month. And I think to yeah. myself, I can buy better beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be traveling, bro. I'd be gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We we definitely travel. I tell you. It'd be mm. during the summertime while the kids aren't in school, but yeah. Oh, crap. I was just looking at this. Tupac Shakur is also in the movie. I forgot that. Tupac Shakur. Tupac Shakur. Uh, Tupac. I'm trying to think West of... West Coast rapper. Shot yeah. in Las Vegas. Yeah, I know I know who it is. I'm, uh, when it comes to him and Biggie, court, I was always picking over. The digital, courtroom scene with the digital underground. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say it had to be part with him because I don't remember... You know, any other rappers in any other part of that uh, movie. Yeah, that was the only part. <clears throat> Nasty. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so gross. Yes, yes, so gross. Okay, oh. so yeah, that was an awesome movie. I, I, I really like that. And I hadn't seen it in forever. Just happened to seat on the TV and I was like holy hell I gotta watch this and, and I just forgot how funny it was especially now that I've gotten older like it was really funny to me in high school it's even funnier to me now oh yeah like watching somebody my age get done like that and like oh yeah look at you just bitching up man <laughs> you know and you know, when we were kids it was funny because like, you could picture it happening to your parents now it's you and you're like oh yeah I get it I get it <laughs> You know, that's a movie that I don't think they could remake and it would be good. 
you know, because there's some movies, but like, you know what, they can remake it years down the road, and I think it might be decent. Then there's movies like this one, they, they can't top it. There's no way. What's a remake like that they've care. done? That, no, no, no. What I know what a remake is, asshole. What's a remake that they've done? Oh, that hey. you ab- oh we got to take hey, a break. Hang on, folks. We're right back. Okay, folks, I had it for a quick phone call, so uh, I had to pause it, but uh, yeah, we're, well, yeah, we're back. Yeah, we are back. Obviously, we are back, otherwise, <laughs> you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be listening. Uh-huh. Okay, so, as I was saying, what is a remake they've done that you absolutely despise? And what's one you like? Hmm. You know, a remake of Carrie, I actually like that. You did? Yeah, I thought it was pretty okay. decent. Okay. It wasn't better, but I thought it was still decent. Yeah, on par or yeah. near it. Yeah, near but it. it was a different kind of movie, if I remember right. They yeah. didn't try to follow like the exact same. It wasn't scene for scene or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, one that I despised. Uh, I mean, there are, there are some. I'm just right now. I'm, my my brain's just like twisted. I'm trying to like think of one, and it ain't it ain't it ain't it ain't working. Uh, name some movies that were that were. And I'm trying to maybe that'll help me. Absolutely, the mom. Huh? Hello. When they read, yeah. Oh, okay, you Bye. cut out there for a minute. Oh, poor connection. Oh, uh, the one I hate. There you go. Yeah, you're, mine, you're, back. Mine, you're back. You're back. Okay. 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 So the one I hated the most was the Nightmare on Elm Street remake they did. Yeah, that was a shitty one. I despised it. I'm sorry that that You're cutting out again. Iconic time. piece that is supposed to be... Oh. Okay, you sent it. You, you, oh, oh, now I just said poor connection. Say something. Yeah. Say something. Yeah. No, something. 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 Okay. Something. Something. Okay, I think you're good now. Okay. All right. I turned off my phone, so in case it was that. But uh, yeah, man, that that Nightmare on Elm Street remake just pissed me off. Uh, it, it shouldn't have been made. I I just thought it was garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that they redid. Uh, kind of okay. Moderately all right, I'll I'll call it that. Yeah. But I mean, when they, it seems like the horror ones. Uh, Black Christmas was one that I thought was good. Hmm. But they called it the new one, Black Xmas. And what was worse about that is, for the remake, the studio kept pushing it to be gorier and gorier, like Saw and Hostel. Hmm. But the original wasn't like that at all. Most of the violence was kept off screen. Yeah. Like, there was one scene they wanted, uh, uh, the, uh, what was she in? Oh, my crap. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. The girl who was in, who was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She gets her eye gouged out, and the dude reaches his finger into her skull in her eye socket and drags her down the hall. Nice. But the studio insisted on it. <laughs> like, they were pushing for more gore and the director even said he's like this isn't even the movie i wanted to make mm-hmm. 
He's like, I wanted to do like the original. The original was more like Halloween, off-screen violence. You know, you didn't really see it too much. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, whoa! I couldn't believe it when I read that. So like, you got to be damn kidding me, studio. Ex-. But it was just after Saw and Hostel came out. But I mean, those were br- groundbreaking movies. You know, yeah. it was something we hadn't seen before. And really, I mean, think about the first Saw. How much? How much gross? stuff is in that besides the end where he cuts his foot off uh not much I mean yeah and hostile is the complete opposite it has huge sections of blood and gore but then a lot of sections are very nice and clean but when it goes full gore it goes all the way yeah yeah, but they were great stories. They were new. We hadn't seen that. Just having gore for gore's sake doesn't sell shit. You, you know, the hostel, the part that got me the most is when the, the ankle. I must. I, I haven't seen Hostel in years, dude. I didn't. I, I honestly, I love horror movies. Yeah. I did not enjoy it. it I'm not. I'm not into torture porn. It. It. Uh. The, this. The ankle scene was just like. Like I. I I felt sympathy pain because I was just like, ooh, that's gotta what did, hurt. Did he drill through his ankle or something? I don't remember. Oh, I think, I don't remember. Um, I, I got the same, like, what the fuck grossness as I did from uh, the movie Misery when she takes a sledgehammer. Oh, and the, the hobbling. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think about that. Anybody who's ever twisted their ankle. <laughs> mm. Yeah, felt that scene in that movie. <laughs> you know, your your big dumb ass walking along, roll over something. You, oh, oh, man, you're down for days. <laughs> <laughs> this guy had his a two by, or actually it was like a four by four between his legs and sledgehammer to poor bastard. <laughs> I get why Paul Sheldon choked her with his own book. <laughs> What what, what what was that? Uh oh. No, that was that was the that was Moose. Uh he thinks he's tough. He acts tough and he's just a little sweetheart. So I, I don't like huh? I don't like talking about this, but like my cat we were laying in bed this morning after I got off work and I was getting ready to go to sleep, and my cat was licking himself so aggressively that he actually like got out of breath and had to lay down. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Like he, like, you know, because like I, I know dogs get that kind of when they when they really get into licking themselves. I've never heard a cat do that. My cat does that, and his big fat ass was rolled over like <laughs> on his inner leg and getting all snorty on it, and then he just kind of fell back, <laughs> fell yep. back, and was heavy breathing. He's like, <gasps> Boba, when, when she does the uh, when she does it, she does it like a lot of grunting when she really gets to you know cleaning her legs or herself, you know, kind of pulling on the hair, a little licking it or whatever. She gets to grunting and I actually twice heard her growl at herself. Who <laughs> <coughs> growl? I mean, that's like me yelling at myself and then answering back. That's like talking dirty to yourself while you're masturbating. It's ridiculous. No, 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 no. That's a, that's another It's level. the same thing. No, you it's like that. that. You like that? You like that? It's the same thing as a dog licking its crotch and growling it at the same time. Don't say it ain't. Hey, she was cleaning <laughs> herself, not the crotch. That was different. Whatever. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Do you remember that movie, Long Kiss Goodnight? Uh, 
Gina Davis, Samuel L. Jackson. Came out in like 93, 94. Yes, yes, I do. That line, uh, Brian Cox says in it, with the, when the dog, he's sitting there trying to eat and the dog's licking its ass. He goes, Alice the dog. <laughs> she goes, what about the dog? He goes, it's been licking its ass for the last three hours. I put it to you that whatever it's attempting to dislodge is either gone for good or there to stay. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> oh, God. That'd be painful. You're like, you, after a while, you just, the skin is layers of skin and it's getting removed, okay? Because their tongues are not exactly uh, 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 soft. And no. So, no, no, there's roughness. So, yeah. Oh, that's that's gross. It's it's funny and gross. <laughs> I was thinking about the way that that whole scene was so funny, and I love Brian Cox. <laughs> that came out wrong. I like the actor who is named Brian Cox. <laughs> I mean, the last name like that. Uh, yeah, I I used to know a guy named Adam Butts. Really? Yeah. Was this in the Navy? No, this was when I was a um. teenager. And you know the funny thing? He was gay. Oh. Um. So if Mr. Adam. Cox was gay as well. Oh, uh, gay. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Cox and Butts. Cox and Cox Butts. And, Cox. Cox, and, Cox and Butts wedding. You know Mr. what? Cox. I would go to that wedding. You know, I think Butts and Cox. I think that sounds better. Why? Just for like the ABC factor? I didn't even think about that. But that does work too. I think it just sounds better, butts and cocks, not cocks and butts. Well, do you think it sounds better because you're actually putting yourself in with the butts, so you want to be first? And I'm putting myself in with the cocks, so I'm actually. So, like, you're the bottom, I'm the top. Is that where we're getting at here? Oh, no. I Are didn't. we delving into some insecurities I, you might have? I, I don't, you know what? I think <laughs> alphabetically, because I am somewhat OCD, so. The That's butt's got to go before like the cocks. It, yeah. It's probably the that, the fact that it's alphabetical with your OCD. Well, you also have to think of, you know, cock's not going to be in front of the butts because the butt's right... Or wait, no, yeah. No, the butt's going to be in front of the cocks. If you get down to it, the cocks is still in front of the butts. That, no. Okay, uh -huh. well, well, that, but when it comes to togetherness, it's the butts is in front of the cocks. But then, what's in front of the butts that's in the that's in the front? We well, got cocks, butts, and cocks. Yeah, see, there you go. Okay, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like playing Connect Four. <laughs> yeah, this this is rated R, people. Don't let your kids listen to this. <laughs> I'm so happy I barely slept today. <laughs> and I, I try to not curse or sound so. Yeah, that just sometimes. You try not to. I don't even. <laughs> I have no filter anymore. <laughs> I, I've, yeah, I, I would say I don't, but then again, I've managed to approve on it. Yeah, you, you do a lot better than I do. But, but I'm trying, trying around the kid, man. That's man, it's so hard. It is, and that's really what gets me is like driving with my son. Driving gets me, mm. because I, I am so quick to throw out, you know, an mf'er, you know, you see sucker. You know, fingers are going up, and my kid's just staring at me wide-eyed. I'm like, don't tell your mom I did all this stuff. <laughs> and, and my wife comes home, and she's like, guess what daddy He's like, guess what daddy did? <laughs> no, I, uh, um, with my little one, it's like, I, I, I still curse in front of him. You know, and afterwards, sometimes afterwards, I'm like, shoot. 
or I'm thinking, or I just completely don't even realize it. But yet, when yeah. he, he once in a blue moon, he'll let out a curse. I have a hard time, you know, getting angry with him because I hold in my laugh because I it's hey. like it's funny to me, and I'm just like, I, you know, I, I'm forcing to the frown. My parents let us get away with it. Yeah. My parents let us get away with that. I think, well, then again, you know, I was watching George Carlin and stuff when I was seven. Oh, yeah. Which, which, you know, I I told my mom that, like, I tell her, you know, you gave me my sense of humor. You don't realize that, but you did. And she's like, God, you'll never let me live that down. I was like, no, I think it's awesome. (laughs) You know, I was a 14-year-old cynic. I think that's very hard to do. You know, and I, I love that. And I'm sorry if if Dom ever starts letting out. You know, he's doing something. He drops it. And he says, "Damn, he's using it properly. He's using it in the house. Fine, whatever. Don't do that at school, man. You know, you understand the context of it. You know what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is this a cocks and butts thing? Just a butts thing. <laughs> I was stretching after my run today and I farted and I saw my wife out of my peripheral vision and turn and look at me and I just kept I had my headphones and I acted like I didn't know what happened I've gotten it apart I just I just let it out I mean the wife just like she'll ignore it I mean and it, like this morning I had some the pre you know bathroom ones where you know, it's oh, got that extra, first. like, work. Yeah. yeah, and the fan was hitting my back because I was sitting oh. on the floor, and I've got three, uh, um, I got three vases to put plants in that I'm drilling holes in, and two of them that that goes easy, and the the other one, it's I still don't even have the three holes all the way through because the material is just, I don't know, my drill bits are all dull, I'm trying to drill dull, drill bit. Dull bits and drip. Oh shit! Dull drill bits. Dull into. drill bits into this particular pot has been a pain. Like it'd be it's smoking. Clay? Um, I don't know. Maybe it, are they masonry bits? Because if it's no. clay, you might want to use a masonry bit. I only have one type of bit here, and that's because uh, they're old, and I just haven't bought a new set. I have them on my Amazon cart, however. And I found a really good one for like oh, cool. fifteen bucks. Um, right on. Let's see what is it called. What is it called? Um, it's a brand I've never heard of, but then again, I don't care. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fifty bucks, and it's two hundred and forty-six pieces. Hmm. Uh, the Inner Twist two hundred forty-six piece drill bit set with titanium coated HSS drill bits. And storage case for wood masonry, plastics, and metal drilling. But it's 246 pieces. And it's in That's a, a case. That's a lot. Yes, it is. It's perfect for what I need. It is. And then and I it's got, got a case. So yeah. your OCD will pay off. Yeah. And then I got a special five-piece one that specifically Everything. helps with ceramic and concrete. Yeah. And, you know, that. So, And it it's definitely looks a lot different than your typical drill bit. Because they're fine. The heads, the heads are usually, I think some are more pointed, but yeah. then they go to a flatter area. Others, you know, or this one looks much, like you got a drill and then you put it. Yeah, this one looks like someone put a arrowhead at the end yeah. of the drill bit. But yeah, right on. Um, it it 
Dude. We are cut. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, no, you speak. Oh, I, remember how we talked about growing potatoes in buckets? Yes, yes. Buckets and potatoes. So, yes. So uh, at work last night, they called a rapid response to a patient's room, and I went down there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we were going over the patient, and one of my uh, coworkers, Roberta, she's a charge nurse. She's fantastic. I love her. Um, and I know she does gardening and stuff, and I turned to her. I said, you ever grow bucket potatoes? And she goes, no. She goes, we've grown them in tires. Yeah. I said, tires? And she goes, yeah. yeah. She goes, you know, you just take the ones, you cut out the eyes that are sprouting, and you plant them in the soil on the tire, and then you just keep stacking tires and doing that all the way up. Mm-hmm. And I said, are you serious? And she goes, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to look at this because I have two tires in my garage and I think I'm going to try it with that. I'm going to decorate the tires, paint them, make them look cool, like make it like a family thing and it's mm-hmm. going to be our family potatoes. Dude, it I works. I love this idea. And, and it's a great one if you have like, if, if you don't really have a garden or you live in a an apartment and you have like a balcony, it's great. Matter of fact, uh uh, my wife watches a lot of YouTube videos on these people like specialize in plants uh-huh. and different things and you know I've seen some pretty cool stuff like this one lady has she lives in a part apartment in Boston there's a website mm-hmm. it's called uh hey babe what's that website called okay she can't hear me um it would have been so funny if she'd have yelled shut the hell up that would have been <laughs> so good but um <laughs> You know, I'm going to email you a picture here of what I saw. But anyways, um, I'm, I'm learning quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. She email, has, email it. She has hers, and uh, I have my plants. And I'm growing vegetables, too. So, you know, we're, we're, you know, it's, it's I've become a gardener of sorts. And even well, though where we live, we do. Yeah. And, it, and here the thing is, like, we buy uh, several things, and then it's before we buy more, we make sure that we are able to take care of and grow these guys to a point. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I have a long yeah. gutter I'm going to use. I have, like, no shit, a gutter. And I'm going to paint it, and I'm going to put stuff in the gutter. Nice. Yeah. Hey, what's that website nice. called for that lady in Boston with the 700 blanks? Homestead, Brooklyn. Homestead, Brooklyn. Homestead, Brooklyn. Yeah. Write that down. Thought it was Boston, but it's Homestead, Brooklyn. I have a huge crush on her. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, hey, um, like I said, we got to cut this one short. And uh, I I got stuff I got to do, and I actually have to dress in nice clothes for once. Yep, go wash your face. Put some deodorant on. Yeah. Collared shirt minus rifles. Minus rifles. Okay, I won't wear that that one. And then you'll have to t- tell us all when it's gonna air so we can watch it. Well, I'm gonna put it on my Facebook page. So. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. I cool. mean, it's gonna air tonight, regardless. No, you guys won't even know by then. No, obviously. I'm. A, I'm gonna hopefully find it and get it recorded, but I don't know. Anyways. Um, cool, man. Well, I hope you do. Yeah. Um, anyways, like, like I said, I gotta get ready for them to call, and uh, yeah. But anyways, hey folks, listen, have a good week. Um, we might do a second one this week. I don't know. It depends what's going on. I have a very busy weekend coming up, so who knows? Stay tuned, and obviously you'll know when we put one out. So be nice to people. Be humble. Don't be a douchebag. Don't be a douchebag, brother.
Have a good one, man. Bye. Bye-bye, nipples. Mm-hmm.